this is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. In my most recent food section column, those also run under the name The Whole Dish, I outed myself for being hopelessly enamored of mayonnaise. There are some foods I acknowledge that are simply vehicles for just getting mayonnaise to my mouth, (laughs) steamed artichokes being one example, or anything that I serve in the summertime in particular with an aioli. But it can't be just any mayonnaise. I am a devotee of best foods mayonnaise exclusively. In fact, my grandmother and my mother both have been known to say it's the only mayonnaise. (laughs) There isn't any other mayonnaise. It has to be that. There is another mayonnaise, though, that can make me swoon almost as deeply as Best Foods does, and that's homemade mayonnaise. I did advocate in this week's food section column and that ran under the headline, The Salad Side of Summer, the commercially prepared mayonnaise actually is a vehicle that promotes food safety, provided foods are kept to the appropriate temperature, particularly in summertime. And that's because the acid in the mayonnaise inhibits bacterial growth. Homemade mayonnaise recipes don't necessarily have that same high level of acid, and they usually use raw eggs, whereas commercially prepared mayonnaise uses pasteurized eggs. Whole egg mayonnaise, though, is something to savor if you are so inclined to make it, and it really is easy and almost magical the way it comes together, just from these sort of four disparate ingredients that just emulsify, of course, the culinary terminology to make something that's more than the sum of its parts. I first made homemade mayonnaise. I'm embarrassed to say late in life. (laughs) Let's blame my best foods addiction. Last summer, I believe, when I was cooking at a farm-to-table event where a lot of the diners are deeply, deeply committed to organic foods and non-GMO foods. I was preparing a potato salad with farm fresh eggs and potatoes grown on the property. And I knew that Best Foods mayonnaise just wasn't going to cut it. Granted, Best Foods does make an organic version of mayonnaise, but I didn't really want to buy a whole jar of organic mayonnaise. I'll cop to the fact that I buy the non-organic because Best Foods mayonnaise is pretty expensive. (laughs) And the organic certification multiplies the cost many times over. Plus, I was transporting ingredients into this sort of remote site in the summertime. And I did have a concern with things being kept cold. So I decided to make mayonnaise on the site at the kitchen that was available, which did have a food processor to use. I knew I could make mayonnaise in a food processor. I had seen recipes for it and was ready to try it. 
And it did indeed come off just superbly. And in fact, the potato salad got rave reviews. I'm sort of known for my potato salad, which usually incorporates Yukon gold potatoes, hard-boiled egg, dill pickles, and a little bit of sweet onion, plus mayonnaise, mustard, and some other spices. And people were going back for seconds and thirds. And I do think the homemade mayonnaise might have had something to do with it. It came together very, very easily, almost surprisingly so. And I posted a recipe to my blog this week, and that's under the headline, It's Easy to Make Mayonnaise That Makes You Swoon posted July 15th. This recipe came from the Los Angeles Times, but in fact, it's a very, very common mayonnaise recipe that calls for one large egg, two and a half teaspoons fresh lemon juice, three quarter teaspoon kosher salt, and one cup vegetable oil. You could also use canola oil. You can also use olive oil. There are several variations of this recipe, which I will also share in this podcast. The most straightforward, simplest way to do this, if you have this piece of equipment in your kitchen, is to make it in a food processor, as I mentioned. So in a food processor or a blender, blend the one large egg with the two and a half teaspoons fresh lemon juice and the three quarter teaspoon kosher salt. Scrape the sides and bottom of the bowl if needed. Now this is where the emulsification magic happens. When you drizzle in the oil slow enough while the mixture is moving so that it all incorporates instead of separating. You start adding in a very slow, steady stream the one cup oil. And it may take 30 seconds or so to get it all incorporated. Some people swear by the feed tube in the top of a food processor that actually has just a small hole in a lot of models that will allow a liquid to just drip, just a drop at a time into a mixture. So it may take even longer if you choose to go that route. That's sort of the most fail-safe way to do it, some people believe. You keep the oil slow, steady, and it should come together. Voila, you've got mayonnaise, which can be refrigerated in an airtight container for up to five days, and it makes about one and a half cups. If you want to make it by hand, you simply whisk the whole egg, cracked into the bowl, of course, with the two and a half teaspoons fresh lemon juice and the three quarter teaspoon salt. And this takes a little bit of elbow grease. You continue whisking while, again, adding the one cup oil in a very slow, steady stream. A lot of people advocate for drizzling it down the side of the bowl. Let it cascade down the side of your bowl and into your mixture that is being continuously whisked for, again, foolproof mayonnaise that won't separate. You can also use olive oil, as I mentioned. Some people really like that flavor. Avocado oil is another oil that can be chosen for this. So substitute one quarter of that one cup oil with extra virgin olive oil. More than that, and it does have a strong pronounced olive oil flavor if you're using a good quality extra virgin olive oil. So again, whisk the whole egg cracked into a bowl or do it in your food processor as well. With the two and a half teaspoons fresh lemon juice, a three quarter teaspoon salt, start by streaming in the vegetable oil first. 
and you want that to be about three quarter cup and then finish it once all that is incorporated with a quarter cup extra virgin olive oil. That's homemade mayonnaise. Straightforward, simple, and so delicious. The Los Angeles Times also gave a recipe for incorporating the mayonnaise in a smashed potato salad. And this is described as a recipe very commonly seen in Korean barbecue restaurants, which are far more prevalent in Los Angeles and the surrounding area, of course, in Southern Oregon. I've certainly had the pleasure of eating at a Korean barbecue place, very authentic. And one of the really enjoyable aspects of it is getting this whole little array of side dishes that come to complement whatever meat you've chosen to grill. Among those are this potato salad that has a little bit of a sweet note to it with some sugar. And there's also carrot and Persian cucumber incorporated. And if you're not using homemade mayonnaise, consider using the Japanese brand Kewpie, which is richer and has sort of a distinctive, almost like sweet flavor as well. That's becoming more widely available. I've even purchased it at Food for Less in Medford over the past few months, but certainly at Medford's Asia Grocery Market, it will be available. And it's sort of like in a cone-shaped tube with a red cap and the little Cupid doll logo on it. Smashed potato salad calls for one Persian cucumber that's been scrubbed, trimmed, and thinly sliced, one teaspoon granulated sugar, and that's a divided use, kosher salt and freshly ground black pepper to taste, two medium russet potatoes, that'll be about one and a quarter pounds peeled and cut into one inch chunks, two large eggs, one carrot peeled and cut into half inch dice, one tablespoon rice wine vinegar, and a half cup mayonnaise, homemade or again store-bought. Place the Persian cucumber that's been trimmed and thinly sliced in a small bowl and sprinkle with a half teaspoon of the sugar and one teaspoon salt. Toss to evenly coat and let stand until you're ready to use it. In a large saucepan, combine the two medium russet potatoes that have been peeled and cut into one inch chunks and a tablespoon salt. Add enough cold water to cover by two inches and then bring to a boil over high heat. Reduce the heat to maintain a light boil. Using a spoon, lower the eggs into the boiling water. The eggs are still in their shells. Boil the potatoes and the eggs together for seven minutes and then add that carrot that's been peeled and cut into a half inch dice. Continue boiling for five minutes. This is saving you extra pans, obviously, to wash later. Then transfer the eggs, again using a slotted spoon, to a small bowl and add enough ice to cover. Boil the potatoes and carrots until the potatoes are very tender. That'll take about a minute longer. Drain the contents of the pot well, then return the contents to the dry saucepan. Set that saucepan containing the potatoes and carrots over the lowest possible heat to dry them out. When the potatoes are speckled and they start to stick to the pan a little bit, and that might only take a minute or so, transfer to a large bowl. Sprinkle the tablespoon rice wine vinegar and the remaining half teaspoon sugar over the potatoes and toss to coat. Mash about half of the potatoes and then break up any remaining potatoes into smaller chunks. Transfer to the refrigerator to cool. Peel the cooled eggs and coarsely chop them, then add them to the potatoes. Grab the cucumber slices that have been sort of weeping under that sugar-salt mixture. 
by handfuls to squeeze out all the liquid and add those to the potatoes. Add the half cup mayonnaise and gently fold the mixture until it's incorporated. Season to taste with salt and pepper. Serve immediately or refrigerate it to serve it cold. And it can stay refrigerated in an airtight container for up to a day. And that makes four servings of smashed potato salad, courtesy of the Los Angeles Times. Find that recipe and instructions for homemade whole egg mayonnaise on my current blog post, It's Easy to Make Mayonnaise That Makes You Swoon, posted July 15th to the whole dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.